Welcome to the Woman Unleashed podcast. I am your host and coach, Kelly Kristen, and my mission is to have every woman know her worth, speak her truth, and unleash the fierce feminine power within to live life in full expression. If you are wanting to experience more joy, pleasure, deeper connection to your femininity, sensuality, and spirituality, you are in the right place. This podcast will give you the tools and guidance you need to transform yourself and life from the inside out. I am so happy to have you here. Now, get ready to unleash. Hello, sisters. I am so happy to be here with you today. So happy you decided to press play and hang out at the Woman Unleashed podcast. But seriously, I know you have a lot of options for where you tune in your ears, and I am very pleased that you are listening to me and hanging out. So thank you for that. I'm super excited for today's episode because this is such a major, major topic We need to talk about this. So today's topic is all about the antidote to toxic relationships, the antidote to being in a toxic relationship, the antidote to putting up with a toxic relationship, how to get yourself in the right state of mind to get out of a toxic relationship if you're in one, or to recover from one so that you don't repeat the patterns because it is actually quite common that if you are in one relationship that is toxic unhealthy uh, abusive whether that be emotionally abusive physically abusive you are much more likely in your life to get into another abusive relationship why is that well let's start with this when you have been somebody who has accepted abusive behavior there is some part of you that believes that that is what you were worthy of that that is what love was that that person actually loved you and you were willing to accept that form of love instead of saying hey I deserve better. I am worth better. Now even if you thought those things you had the thoughts of I deserve better and you still stayed, that just indicates there's some cognitive dissonance going on. That indicates that you're having just two opposing beliefs, right? Now, I do a whole YouTube video where I break down what cognitive dissonance is. If you want to check that out, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, okay? Because I got lots of good info on all this kind of jazz there. But anyway, that was a little plug for myself. It's important because and I really think that this is one of the most important points that I could ever make, is that it's important to look at yourself, right? Oftentimes, when we are in something that the other person treated us really badly, it's really easy to shame blame the other person. It's really easy to say, oh my gosh, he was such a jerk, and it's him, 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 and all of this stuff. And that might be true. He might have been a terrible person. He might have been a person that treated you really, really badly. Um, I know I certainly have that, those thoughts in my own life. But the true healing comes from taking responsibility for yourself and looking at yourself. Not just brushing it off like this one-off thing, like he was just a really bad guy and I got unlucky. Because 
we are vibrating at certain levels. We have internal belief systems. Our reality is not only just a reflection of our internal belief system, but it is really a self-fulfilling prophecy. So let me break this down to you. If you on some level hold any sort of belief system that says love comes with hurt, that love comes with emotional abuse, that love comes with these things that are really not super desirable, but you hold that belief system, you will see it in your reality. Now that belief system, of course, comes from learning, comes from early childhood years, comes from what you've seen, what you've seen not even in your childhood, and I really wanna make this important point here, that TV, uh, movies, like how many times do we see on TV or movies some really toxic relationships, but they just consider it just, oh my gosh, this overwhelming love. And I think a lot of us have this idea of having to have that really big spark and that really big connection and that feeling of like when we first meet somebody that I have to be with this person. But that oftentimes is purely an unconscious recognition of something that is familiar to you. And if what is familiar to you is emotional abuse, if what is familiar to you is emotional neglect, this all this is is your brain saying, hey, I recognize something here that you don't consciously recognize, but in your mind that feels like a spark because it feels like home. It feels your brain is just saying, yes, I know this. This is familiar. Okay, so it's really important to understand that about attraction and maybe start rewriting the stories about attraction, right? Especially if you're somebody who has been in toxic relationships in the past. And I know in my own life, when I met my ex that was incredibly abusive and toxic, I was, and I wanna use this word, almost intoxicated by him when we first met. I was enthralled with him. It was just this really strange thing that I felt like I had never experienced before. Now, at the time, I was thinking, that's that spark, that's that love. Now I recognize that it was my brain feeling safe somehow with him because it was a partial reflection of some childhood things that had happened in my life. And I did not have an abusive childhood. I didn't, was, well, let me back that up. I have some emotional things that I would consider to be emotional abuse that are not super extreme, but definitely emotional neglect, definitely emotional abandonment. So while abuse seems like a really heavy word to use for those, those were kind of my baseline. So when I got into a relationship that was abusive, it wasn't so far away from my baseline, right? It wasn't so far away from the love that I believed I deserved, from what I I really thought love was. Now that's important to know because when you're digging through this, you really want to start looking at what do you think love is? What was the love that you were shown in your life? What was your relationship with your parents or whoever raised you? What was their relationship like? What was that dynamic like? Because you pick up everything in your environment from that age zero to seven right? That's when your subconscious mind is wide open. That's when you're picking up your beliefs. That's when you're forming your identity around all of these things. So it's really important to look at those early relationships that you had with your parents and that they had with each other and what those patterns were like and possible things and beliefs that you could pick up, right? Let's say that you had a single mom and your dad left and abandoned you and your mom said things like, all men leave, all men are cheaters, and things like that, 
You grow up believing that and then guess what happens to you? You get into relationships where the men cheat, where they leave. Beliefs are a self-fulfilling prophecy because your mind constantly wants to be right. Now, I hope you understand what that means. When you have a belief, your mind wants to be right. So it will actually seek out those things so that you can confirm your own beliefs so that you can be right. Wow. Now that's a realization. I hope that you really, really heard what I'm saying there because your beliefs matter so much. If you are somebody right now who is talking about how all of the men are this or that and all this negative kind of stuff, you got to stop that. You got to start there and stop that because that is what is going to show up in your life. If you want to heal, you need to have new experiences. And how do you have new experiences in your outer reality? You change your inner reality first. You change what you believe about yourself. You change what you believe about other people. You change what you believe that you are worthy of. You change what you believe that you are capable of. And so I really want to go down to this worth piece because I don't think that I could ever emphasize to you the importance of self-worth. Now, earlier I was talking about the antidote to abuse. An antidote means like the thing that is going to keep it away from you. And I truly believe that self-worth and increasing your self-worth is the place to start. It is the place where the healing begins so that you can heal from whatever toxic relationships you have been through and to ensure that you don't cycle back into them. Because when you have a high level of self-worth, it's actually not even possible for you to wind up in toxic relationships because you know you love yourself, you value yourself, you know that what you are worthy of, and you don't settle for less. That is a high level of self-worth. If you are currently in positions where you are settling, currently in positions where you feel like, ah, uh, you know, he's got, he's not that bad, or you let things slide, or you are constantly making excuses for other people, or you are giving up your needs and your desires for the sake of what you call love, you are experiencing low self-worth. So the next question is obviously, how do you raise your self-worth? And we're talking about this right now because I just released the Worthy Woman Workshop and I am so, so, so excited for this program. One, because it's low cost and literally can be in the hands of anybody who wants it. Two, because it's impactful and powerful. And like I said, there is nothing more important than self-worth. I've talked about self-worth on this podcast so many times and I get so many questions of like, okay, Kelly, how you know how do i demand what i get to have how do i be that worthy woman how 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 this program is the answer to that it is the answer to that through subconscious reprogramming and how you increase your self worth is the process that i'm taking you through in the worthy woman workshop and i want to break that down for you here because one 
it's not enough to know that you are worthy, right? Like how many times have you said that? And maybe you've listened to those affirmation meditation where it's like, you are worthy, you are enough, you are worthy of love. And sister, those things are true. I know that they are true. You are worthy of love that makes you feel like, oh, somebody pinched me because it is just so good. But what I know for sure is that hearing it doesn't make it true because it doesn't make you believe it on the core level, on the identity level, which is where change needs to happen to have the outside impact on your life. When you change literally who you are at an identity level and become the worthy woman, that is when you have what a worthy woman has, right? So one, I think this is really important because this realization really changed my life is when I realized that worth, deservedness, are completely made up constructs. I had to really realize that there was no magical man that was gonna jump down from the sky and appoint me worthy of what I desired, right? Like no magic man's coming down to tell me, hey Kelly, I anoint you as worthy. Go and be forth and be merry, right? Like, that's, not, that's not happening. We get to decide. We get to decide what we are worthy of. We get to decide what we deserve in life. But the problem is, is that we make a lot of ideas, constructs, falsities around what it means to be worthy or not worthy. And we usually have a lot of limiting beliefs that tell us all of the reasons why we're not worthy. We have to clear those reasons. Because if you have a ton of reasons as why you're not worthy and you're fighting for those and you're holding on to those in your mind, then you're gonna keep seeing that in your life. And of course, the second step is knowing and really embodying the idea of being enough of just being okay to be who you are that you are enough as you are and the process that I take you through in the worthy woman workshop is releasing the idea of not being enough from the very first time you ever experienced that subconsciously releasing it doing some inner child healing work around that and then Step three is reprogramming you to actually be the worthy woman. We actually take you through the process of building the identity as a worthy woman because that is how you increase your self-worth. You have to anoint yourself as worthy. Then you actually have to show up in your life as the worthy woman. You see, that is the key. A lot of people want to be worthy, right? They want to believe that they are worthy but they're actually not doing the work to get there because the work is subconscious. The work is literally reprogramming you to experience a new reality. So that is exactly what I'm walking you through in the, the Worthy Woman Workshop. Um, I'm doing it at an incredible introductory offer for you guys that is out, um, that's out now and it's gonna be out for, I believe it's going up on, on July 21st. Anyway, I really hope that you check that out. I'm going to put the link in the comments, obviously. If you have any questions at all, DM me on Instagram. Let your sister know. You can find me at Miss Kelly Kristen, of course, also at the Woman Unleashed podcast. I know that you are worthy. I know that you know you are worthy. And I am so, so excited for the opportunity to help you embody that worth and just show up in life as a worthy woman that you know that you are, that I know that you are.
Because when women know their worth, mm, we are unstoppable, baby. Unstoppable. So that's going to be it for me today. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon.